guys, welcome back to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti, and I suppose the cat is out of the bag. Um, any other analogies there are that essentially articulates the idea that the secret is out. People now know the secret that I've been holding deep inside of myself for way too long now. Well, honestly, not too, too long. I'll give you guys a whole timeline and all that jazz in this episode, but essentially I have had, I've been harboring a secret uh, for quite some time that I was planning to move to the West Coast. I'm actually sitting here in sunny California in my new bedroom as we speak. A lot of people were shocked about that one, uh, about this one in general. Like all the comments on the video I posted last week were, wow, I did not see this coming. And honestly, neither did I. I thought that I was going to be a New York City girl for a lot longer than I was. Uh, But you know, I just feel like you can't force something and... The city isn't going anywhere, um, and just I just felt like it was time for me to have a little change of scenery. Uh, it's kind of an extreme change of scenery, but it's definitely something that I've been wanting to do in the back of my mind for a long time, and just didn't really find the right moment, or just like, wasn't sure when that was going to be, and you know, I'm kind of a believer these days in the idea that there really is no such thing as the right moment uh, or like the moment when you're supposed to do something. Like it's not going to slap you in the face necessarily. It's something where you kind of have to make it the right moment and kind of decide internally that although, you know, no signs are really pointing to it, it's right for you. Um, and so it's, it's definitely hard to identify at those times, but, you know, as my lease was expiring in New York and as, you know, things were wrapping up from the road trip and I was just really feeling all of these sensations of like, this is, this is it, this is my time, you know, and maybe it made more sense to move back to Maryland with my parents during this pandemic, or I don't know, hunker down in New York and just extend my lease and not deal with the trials and tribulations of moving cross country. But you know what? Internally, I just knew it was time. It was time for me to do this, to move to a completely different place with completely different scenery, completely different people, um, and just kind of turn a new leaf. I'm no longer living alone. I'm living with two roommates, um, Julia and Hannah, the girls that I went on the road trip with. I'm now living with full time and our cat Piper, Julia's cat that I have adopted. Well, She's like in our home, so she's technically mine now too, I guess. But yeah, so the the four of us girls are living in a beautiful apartment here in Los Angeles. I don't want to disclose too much information about where we're living just for privacy reasons, but we are a couple of blocks, just a stone's throw from the ocean. I go every single day, put my feet in the sand, and it's just the most amazing feeling, not to mention the temperature here is just perfect guys it was such a it was like an oven in New York as I was moving out of my apartment because of the heat wave and all of that stuff but then also it's just like notoriously super hot in New York City in the summer and I came out here uh, living on the coast it's just you honestly you feel and taste the salt water in the air and just the coolness of the ocean hits you wherever you are um, in our little area that we're in so it definitely wasn't a cakewalk you know getting out here um, there's a lot involved especially when you're moving during a pandemic and just making sure you're being safe with everything and there were definitely a lot of steps that I took in that regard which just made this whole process 
a lot of blood, sweat, and tears getting myself and my stuff from New York to here. I had to ultimately sell a lot of stuff and just leave some things behind um, for friends and whatnot. Um, And I'm honestly really starting fresh out here, which feels so nice, especially coming from a person that tends to hold on to everything. I have a really hard time parting with things and getting rid of, you know, mementos. And I tend to want to save everything because everything has a memory attached for me. And many of you guys know about my 27 dresses closet, for example. I had a full closet in the city full of dresses, my gowns, my gown collection, and it never closed correctly. Like it was always slightly ajar with like a dress hanging out of it because I just physically couldn't close it. I had that many and not, I didn't even like wear honestly any of them. Like I haven't really worn any of the ones in that particular closet, but I just can't part with them. And so I pushed myself to part with some of the dresses, give them to my sister who really appreciates things like that some of my friends, and I ultimately donated a lot of them. I still have so many that are on their way here to California, and um, as I kind of go through them further, I'm thinking of even maybe donating some um, or like selling them to you all on Instagram um, and have them benefit various causes. I'm thinking (laughs) something uh, can happen with these because I just, I physically have, when I say 27 dresses, like it's more than that. It's just, it's like that movie, like that closet that she has in the movie, but like stuffed to the brim like I I have a hard time believing she only had 27 dresses in that closet you know so anyway so uh I learned to part with some things I you know gathered up the courage to say goodbye to some things I've been holding on to since like my middle school room you guys saw on YouTube back in like 2011 I really parted with some things and I downsized and well downsized in terms of my things because out here in California I have like quadruple the space that I had in my New York City apartment. I had a 650 square studio, square foot studio in the city and I don't even want to tell you how much I was spending a month on that. Well, I will. It was $2,800 a month because I was living in one of the most coveted areas of the city, um, two blocks from Washington Square Park in Greenwich Village, West Village, whatever you consider. Uh, My street's kind of like on the cusp of both so it's like hard to say which one I always just it's kind of interchangeable for me um so yeah I was living on Bleecker Street no longer living there so I can tell you guys where I was um so I was over there by the park spending $2,800 a month on a 650 square foot studio which is robbery I know I was just like so in love with the area and the idea of having like a really historic studio because the building I was living in had so much history um I did so much research like just after like you know finding out how much history it had I was like looking into who used to live there and like what great you know poets writers musicians used to live and perform in my building which was just crazy to me I could never tell you guys that before of course because I didn't want people to track me down but yeah so it was a really historic beautiful area great building and that was why I paid so much honestly um but I still I still can't really rationalize it now I'm sitting here thinking about how much I'm saving living out here um in this apartment we really lucked out with this rent and uh the situation out here I'm spending like 
almost $800 less a month. And my room is the size of my entire New York City apartment. So not only do I have this room, of course, but we have the living room, the massive kitchen, we have a bar area, um, like a total entertaining space. And we actually do have quite a few friends out here from college and, you know, from my YouTube experiences and just my blogging stuff, I've met a lot of people that also live out here. So when things are a little bit better with COVID, well, a lot of it better with COVID and we can socialize again and have people over, I plan on throwing some great dinner parties out here. I think Julia, Hannah, and I want to start this thing called supper club well they already started it but we're gonna do it out here uh where it's kind of like a, it's like a book club but it's a supper supper club so you eat dinner of course supper uh as many call it and you kind of uh you know you people everyone brings a dish and like you can even switch up where you have it and it's like the same group of people but you can like add people every so often um and just becomes like a sunday night dinner or like something really homey and cute like that you know so adult so we're planning on doing that we're planning on having some theme parties out here um eventually of course like all we do is just talk about like someday and like like when will this be when covid isn't like ruining our lives basically so yeah, I'm just eager to make a new life out here and start fresh. It really does feel like a nice blank crisp page in my journal. I've already journaled heavily ever since getting here, uh, believe me. But I just, I don't know, I just needed a fresh canvas. I needed something new. Um, I don't feel like I need to sit here and explain myself too heavily. I do want to give you guys more just details and not so much of like, here is why I moved out here. Because honestly, at the end of the day, it just felt right. It just felt right. I'll say it again. <laughs> I don't even think I need to like rattle off a list of reasons because at that point it feels almost like I'm explain like I'm justifying myself, which I really hate doing um, because I just feel like it ends up being something where you're just trying to convince other people that you made the right decision when all you really need to do is convince yourself. You don't always need to spend your life convincing other people that you're doing the right thing or that you're a good person or that um, like you just don't need to do that. You can really honestly just work on making yourself proud and doing things that you know in your heart feels right and ultimately people will see that they will know they will just honestly sense your energy I know you guys are great at that with with me I feel like you are always sliding in my dms letting me know you know Katie I can tell you're really happy about this or you're really worked up about this and I just want like you guys are honestly the best thank you so much for your constant encouragement and your constant just checking in on me and things I really feel like you know it goes kind of without saying a lot of times that I appreciate you guys but I just wanted to say that just you know stop in the beginning of this episode and note that but yeah um overall I'm just really happy with my choice and I'm excited for what lies ahead I'm excited for the new people I'll meet the new experiences I'll just you know I I just I already (laughs) just like a week and a half of being here I've learned how to cook new things I've just taken advantage of having more space I think that I just can't even say it enough I have like quadrupled my space my square footage and you know especially living in this pandemic where we're home a lot and you know I feel kind of more comfortable being home (laughs) not gonna lie just kind of being here and knowing that I'm safe and whatnot I just tend to kind of get over you know, overwhelmed a little bit with just people sometimes. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Should put that on a freaking t-shirt. People overwhelm me. But especially with being home this much, it's nice to have space to roam and to create and 
I just know once I get a bit more settled and I'm really pouring myself into my work and my art, I've been working of course, but I just feel like once my desktop arrives, once my other things come, I shift a bunch of stuff that's coming, making their way across uh, across the coast now or across the, the, the coast, am I okay, across the United States. Um, but once all that comes, I really plan on doing more art and really experience, experimenting more because I, I want to get back into painting. I want to, you know, make these like giant canvases of things and really work on my merch that's coming out later this year. I have a lot of things in the works in that regard. I'm planning on doing some stationary stuff you guys can get your hands on. Journals, custom journals made by me, prints, uh, wine glasses, shot glasses, martini glasses, like you name it, I am working on it. Well, besides like t-shirts, I think that's kind of, everyone's really done that already. So I'm like, what else can I do? So yeah, I'm really pouring myself into my work and I just feel like your environment has so much to do with how you work. So being out here is great for me. I just feel like I have space to roam. I can feel like the ocean on my skin at all times. It just feels so nice and the weather is great. So anyway, (laughs) I'm just going to like stop rattling on about how excited I am and just talk a little bit more about what you guys want to hear about because you guys asked me a ton of questions in the DMs. So I have um, a lot of them screenshotted on my phone. I'm just going to read through the questions and answer them to the best of my ability um, because you guys all kind of asked similar things that I had no idea that you cared about. Classically, I always think I know what you guys care about. And then I'm like, whoa, really? You guys want to know about that? Uh, so that's why I love reading the DMs. Like I'll get some not so great DMs and some uh, DMs where I'm like, why on earth do I read these things again? And then I'm like, no, I do it for the good ones or the, the ones that are just like full of insight and you guys just being like, you know, what do you think about this? Or I don't know. We have great conversations in the DMs. You guys know who you are. Okay. So let's get into some questions. Okay. The first one, how, how the fuck did you have such a quick turnaround and get everything packed and set so quickly? Okay. So like I said, in the beginning, I did keep a lot of this under wraps from you all. And I mean, you guys are pretty used to me always putting like everything on my stories, like minute by minute in real time, what I am working on and what I'm doing. And so the fact that I wasn't, you know, posting a ton of like, I mean, I wasn't posting anything about the move and what I was working on. Um, and so I feel like once I did start posting about it, you guys were like, holy crap, how did you get that all together so quickly? Like, how did you do that? When in actuality, I'd been gearing up for this for a few weeks. So yeah, I actually, I spent a couple of weeks uh, as I was quarantined after being, um, you know, in my, my road trip and everything, I, you know, hunkered down in New York and really uh, got to work with packing, with organizing, with making bags for Goodwill and, you know, shipping things out to my sister and whatnot. And I really um, just, you know, put in work in my apartment, essentially. Took me a couple of weeks just to get everything organized. I luckily had some boxes for my last move, and it just made it super easy for me to get everything together. And then I ultimately ended up shipping everything out, um, selling some things, you know, doing some contactless selling on Facebook Marketplace. Like, just did a lot of that kind of stuff, just, like, getting my shit together things. And then, of course, I flew out here, um, and I just kind of started accepting delivery like things were coming in because I shipped a lot of stuff but then I also bought some things a lot of secondhand stuff we found so much stuff for our place on Facebook marketplace I had absolutely no idea what a gem Facebook marketplace was before this 
ordeal. And honestly, I think that is a huge reason as far as how we got things together so quickly because people on Facebook Marketplace are so eager to get rid of things and get some money for them that they'll literally like drop it off at your house or like you can get a task rabbit like to go that same day and get everything. So we honestly have basically everything together in the apartment. There's certain things I'm waiting on um, and I'm kind of taking my time this time with just like everything because I can and because I want it to be perfect classic Katie needing everything to be perfect just kidding perfect enough you know like I need it to be perfectly imperfect like I want my room to look very like cozy and lived in but also like in the the way that I want you know what I mean so I definitely went for a more boho look this time around everything is very um like wood focused and uh you know I have more color in my room this time around I think than my previous one if you want a glimpse of it check out my Instagram I actually just posted yesterday a little glimpse um and I have some stuff in my stories so check it out little subtle plug okay the next question is what do you hope this move does for you personally so a lot of things. Um, I think the first thing that kind of comes to mind is this quote that one of my friends actually told me as I was telling her that I was moving. And I, I don't know who said this quote or like where it's from or really much about it, but I'm sure, I mean, some of you guys might have heard it before, but it's like when you feel like you're getting too hard, move to Los Angeles or move to California. If you feel like you're getting too soft, move to New York. And I could not agree more. I think that New York has really made me into a badass bitch in many regards, but I've also become very cynical and hard and mean, but not like mean, like, but you know what I mean? Like I've just, I really have not, I, I'm not chill. Okay. I'm not chill. I'm very like, uh, just task, like, you know, focused and really work focused, obsessed with, you know, pr productivity and pumping things out and, it's gotten to a point where it's really taken over a lot of my life and especially as being being a freelancer, it's kind of hard to strike balance in your life in general and I just found that while I was on the road trip, I have just never felt more free and I was still getting work done but at a pace where I had time to just you know, be creative in ways I didn't know I could be and just really play and dabble and let my mind wander and not feel guilty about it and I don't know what it is it could even just be like something that I don't know I have honestly sensed in the, the the last week and a half of being here that people are they have a different sort of like aura about them out here everyone is a little more easygoing a little bit more relaxed and not to say that people aren't dedicated and driven out here I think that people are but they also value their own sanity and their own well-being and their own mental health um, and just yeah I feel like I needed just a breath of fresh air and I needed uh, to be told it's okay to slow down it's okay to be creative in new ways and take time for yourself and being out here just speaking to the first few people I've you know not met because I've known these people there's certain friends I've gotten socially distanced coffee with and uh, it's really just confirmed my decision to live out here I'm like wow yeah this is good for me this is good for me in my art and in my creative juices and things and I just feel like it's going to be such a breath of fresh air and I think so to answer the question you know what do I hope this move does for me personally I hope that it encourages me to take time for myself to not be so go 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 and really focus on 
the art and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And, you know, I just hope that I'm able to just kind of relax a little bit, (laughs) like a little bit. Okay. Not a lot. I'm not going to like go off the rails and completely abandon all of my work and whatnot, but I just, I want to spend some time by the ocean. I want to really smell and taste and experience things and uh, not feel guilty about it. Because I feel like in New York, a lot of times I've spoken to so many people about this. There's just this mentality of like, there's a guilt complex of like, if you're not continuously working on new projects and busy and posting all of your successes and having a million bazillion of them instantly right after each other, like always doing something like you feel this immense guilt. Like I would lay in bed on a Sunday morning after having like a day the night, the day before or the night before and feeling guilty for not being productive for just watching TV <laughs> or like not to say, I hope I'm watching a lot of TV out here, but I hope that I can take time for myself and not feel guilty about it and know that by even just taking a break or trying something new just like goofing off with a new creative hobby or something for a few hours like I want to learn how to surf and I want to like just learn a couple new things like not even like for the sake of learning them but just like for the sake of taking time to just do something that isn't work like I hope that that is something that really teaches me a lot about myself and lets me just you know find the courage to not do something every second of the day and not have a ton of accomplishments all the time. And just, you know, maybe the accomplishment, the big accomplishment of the day is, you know, having time to read for once. I like want to read a lot of books. I feel like I don't have enough time to do that ever. And, you know, the only person to blame for that is me because I'm the person budgeting my time. So anyway, in a nutshell, I just hope that, you know, being out here teaches me to be a bit softer, a bit just more easygoing as a person. I feel like I get to be very uptight in New York and very uh, just strictly goal oriented and like everything needs to have a goal and needs to be a checked off box on my list. And I hope that I can, you know, abandon the blueprints, abandon the the to-do list every once in a while and just, you know, go off the trail, go off the beaten path and find my own thing. I don't know. That's just kind of what I see for myself. I'm hoping I'm manifesting something here. And I also hope that I am able to let relationships in and let people love me and uh, a lot of things like that when it's um, safe to, obviously. But yeah, so there's going to be a lot more, you know, story times and things on this podcast of just ways that I have done this and that I have taken a step back from my crazy, busy, productive life and have just let myself grow and breathe and experience new things. So I'm very excited about that. Taking a quick break in this episode to introduce a sponsor. This episode of Thick and Thin is sponsored by Gladskin. And let me tell you a little bit about them. So I personally, I don't know about you guys, but I love good news in my life. And earlier this year, I made a YouTube video where I opened up about my biggest insecurities. It was super difficult for me to film, but I felt like it would really help so many people. And it really did. And the video was actually all about my struggles with eczema, which has bugged me for years. I've had the most horrendous, just painful eczema on my hands, on my arms, on my face, under my eyes, just really in various parts of my body and it's been a massive insecurity of mine. I've had to cover up my body with clothing and just different accessories, just being so fearful that people would see my eczema and not to mention it was super uncomfortable. And I discovered Gladskin Eczema Cream about like 
six months ago, I think now, and it's really changed my life. Glad Skin scientists actually found that nearly all people with eczema have a bacterial imbalance in their skin, meaning their skin's microbiome is just out of whack. And Glad Skin Eczema Cream with Microbalance is so much more than just another moisturizer on the shelf. It works by rebalancing your skin's microbiome and providing relief from that itchy redness situation that I just, I know so well because I've experienced it my whole life with eczema. And I noticed a huge transformation in my skin after only two days of using it. It's just amazing how quickly and efficiently it works. Um, it's a really unique product and I've noticed so much change in my skin. I use it twice a day or more than that sometimes. And it's just really unique. It's um, already been a proven solution for eczema relief in Europe for five years and it just became available in the US this year. Wish I knew about it sooner. It's different from steroids and traditional over-the-counter moisturizers because they don't rebalance the skin's microbiome. What's worse, they actually contain preservatives which kills all the bacteria, even the good bacteria that's needed for healthy skin. So I like to say that Glad Skin works smarter, not harder, making it safe for everyone, even little babies as young as three months old. You just apply it twice a day, daily, even on sensitive areas like eyelids. I get it super bad right underneath my eyes and it's a really sensitive area and I don't find that it really irritates my skin at all. It doesn't at all. I have very sensitive skin. And even when your skin feels fine or you have no flare-ups, it's good just to use as a moisturizer. Um, it can be used proactively to keep eczema under control and you can't overuse it. That's not a thing. So it's free of steroids, fragrances, preservatives, and drying alcohols. It's been clinically proven to reduce eczema itch and redness. And there are no drug side effects. It's been clinically tested. It's hypoallergenic, dermatologist recommended, and accepted by the National Eczema Association. And you can get it shipped right to your door at gladskin.com and it's backed by the Gladness Guarantee. You can try it risk-free for 60 days. Love it or your money back. If you guys suffer from eczema or know someone that does, definitely try out Gladskin. I have been such a proponent of it for so long because I believe that it truly does work and I use it myself twice a day. So be sure to check it out, get some for yourself and use my code Katie10. that's K-A-T-Y 10 for 10% off any $35 plus Gladskin purchase and that includes standard free shipping. So use my code K-A-T-Y 10 on gladskin.com for 10% off. Okay, so another question from you guys. Did you go on the RV trip with the intention of moving to California? This is a great question. So did I know on like day one of the road trip, did I know that I was going to be moving to California? The answer is no, I did not. Um, definitely did not. So to give you guys a little backstory of just my apartment and the situation there. So I, my lease was up technically on June 1st. So the end of May was when my lease was technically up my 12 month lease in New York. And so my landlord and I notoriously had some beef or just some issues because he is super old school and didn't have an email address, didn't have a phone number. I would be mailing my my rent checks in each month via snail mail and the only way that he communicated with me was letters, literal snail mail. And so, you know, at one point, you know, with my April rent, I slipped a little note in there and was like, Hey, uh, so like I'm looking to renew my lease because this is before like a lot of stuff happened and whatever. And I was like looking to renew my lease. Um, you know, can you give me a call at this number so we can talk about this new lease? And like, I was hoping I could maybe negotiate the rent a little bit, or I don't know. I was just like, give me a call. Can we like chat on the phone maybe? And I got radio silence, nothing from him. Then the next month I slipped another note in the rent check. Um, I was home with my parents at this point. So I was just like mailing him checks 
checks from Maryland uh, to the P.O. box. That is the like it was a P.O. box. It wasn't even like a physical address. Um, It was very strange anyway. So again, I was like, can we negotiate this? Still nothing. And so I just, you know, with everything going on, I just kept paying my rent. And I was like, I guess I'll just keep paying. And maybe it's going to be month to month after this. Like, I don't know. I'll keep paying until I hear something, basically, because I was like, all my stuff's there. I don't know what he's going to do. Like, I don't know. So I was paying. And then all of a sudden, one day, in probably so it was right before the road trip I get a call from him like a call from a number a New York number that I've never seen before and he goes hi like this is your landlord and I'm like oh wow funny to hear from you like my lease ended a month ago and I'm still living here just like paying rent still and like I'm very confused um I said it in a nicer way than that but I was just like very confused and then on the phone he was like oh yeah so I was actually sick these past few months and I was like oh my god did he have coronavirus like I feel bad like I don't know so he was sick and he was unable to contact me, I guess, um, which I instantly felt bad about. But then he was like, yeah, like, I would love if you considered, you know, extending your lease another year, like, I'll send you the documents. And I was like, well, I'm about to leave on this road trip in like a couple days. He's like, okay, well, you can send it when you're back. It's okay. Like, just keep sending rent, whatever. And so I didn't verbally say like, I am continuing my lease. Cause at that point I was like, okay, my landlord is super unresponsive all the time. And I, you know, there was a lot of little things I was dealing with in the building. And I was just like, maybe I'll consider moving to another part of New York or something or move to Brooklyn. I don't know. So I didn't say I was like, you know, I'm going to review the contract and then I'll get back to you. Like I'm not, I don't want to say yes, I'm renewing on the phone. And apparently he'd never gotten my previous letters. So I was like, okay, I can kind of like, you know, go on the road trip, feel things out, feel if I want to, you know, move apartments and hopefully the road trip will, you know, provide some clarity for me. And boy, did it provide some clarity, guys. It did in another way, another realm. So at that point I hadn't signed anything, but I had paid for the entire month that I was there. So I wasn't like just like living there for free. I was paying. So we go on the road trip and as I'm on the road trip and just feeling so free and experiencing all these places I didn't know existed before and just really getting to know myself in a whole different way and just thinking about all the possibilities that I had, I was like, wow, you know, like I feel a little bit limited where I am in New York. And it's not because of New York. New York is the land of possibilities. There's so much there and so many people thrive there. But I think for me, um, just, you know, living all of these years with New York as my end game, New York as my goal and what I was working so hard to get to through middle school and high school and college. And every time that I was just like feeling really... whoa, voice crack, feeling really down or just, you know, going through it. I was like, you know what? One day I'll have my dream life in New York. I'll be an editor of a magazine or something. Like that's what I thought that I was going to do. And I just really had all these dreams for myself and all of them were in the setting of New York City. And once I got there and I was there and I quit my corporate job and I felt really just in my own corner for once and really feeling like I was rallying for myself and saying no when I wanted to say no and, you know, finally making those types of decisions for myself, I was like, wow, okay, but like now what? Now what is my next goal? Because I feel like just within myself, I work really well if I know that there's something that I'm working towards or if I have like a set of goals. And, you know, I don't always have to have a goal for everything. I can just like do some things I want to, but I always do like to have just like kind of in my back pocket a few dream things like dream items and like, you know, how people make those like dream boards. Is that what it's called? Like a, a dream like a manifestation board and stuff. And like, there's always kind of something that they're looking towards. Cause I think that 
just, I work better as a person. I don't know about you. If I have something to look forward to and just a dream, a goal, something I like when I'm falling asleep at night, I'm envisioning for myself, I'm imagining. And for me, I was like, okay, well, I, I got what I wanted, which Hey, not going to lie, like the most incredible thing and a great feeling to know that you worked really hard and you got somewhere that you really wanted to be and your childhood self is like cheering you on and so happy that you finally got what you wanted. But sometimes you have to kind of look at it and think, wow, you know, I really wanted this when I was 15 and when I was young and I wanted that Carrie Bradshaw life and I wanted this for myself. And, you know, now that I'm here and I'm 10 years older and it just is it the same dream that I had like it might not be or do I still have that dream you know maybe my dream looks a little different now and I don't need to feel I don't need to settle and just accept that I can only have one dream you know and one one setting for my story so I just felt like it was time to pick a new one and luckily I have, uh, you know, the means and the privilege to do so. And I am super thankful for that. And I'm always checking myself and checking my privilege and thinking about it. Um, but I have worked hard and I have worked really this past year just to get to a point where I feel like I can make a living, you know, doing what I'm doing. And I have really tucked away a lot of savings for this very moment and this very move. And so, it's just worked out and I'm here and I'm thrilled and I did not know any of this when I left for my road trip and the road trip really kind of I was between two choices essentially of or S3 like renewing my lease moving to another apartment in New York or thirdly moving somewhere new and as you know Hannah and Julia were looking for apartments out here and I was going with them on their apartment search um, looking at all these listings and there was a lot for three bedrooms and I just said to them one night I was just like guys you know I would be really interested in (laughs) moving out here like what do you guys think and they were like Katie like if we thought that you wouldn't be able to do it or if we thought that it wasn't right for you we would tell you and we think that this is honestly really good for you And I know so many people say, you know, Katie, you're such a city girl. I can't imagine you anywhere besides New York. Like you're such a New York girl. Um, And so many people tell me that. And I'm like, I get it that like I show you a lot of my life, you know, not even just you guys, but my friends and my family. But at the end of the day, I am the only person who knows what I am, what kind of girl I am, (laughs) like a woman I am, I guess I should say. Like, I know those things. I know what makes my heart beat. I know what I want to do. And so, you know, it's it's so limiting to do what people think you're going to do and to always be anticipating people's, uh, you know, what they think that you should do all the time. Like, it's exhausting. I, you know, it's already hard enough to make some certain, you know, decisions for yourself and having to factor in everyone else's projections and thoughts and opinions. It's exhausting. Sometimes you just need to do things for you and you don't need to explain yourself. You don't need to justify it. You don't need to prove to other people that you're doing the right thing. You just do it. (laughs) And I'm really bad at that, but this is my first kind of I mean, of course, I'm talking about it on the podcast at great lengths, but I have already decided it for myself without telling a single person besides my parents, of course, because I 
you know, run a lot of things by them. Uh, but even if they said no, I would have done it because, <laughs> you know, I'm an adult now. But so taking a quick break to talk about a sponsor of today's episode. Today's episode of Thick and Thin is sponsored by Skillshare. You guys know I've talked about Skillshare so much recently because I just feel like it's the best possible time to get into Skillshare and learn something new because we do have a bit more time on our hands. We are in our apartments or in our houses kind of, you know, twiddling our thumbs a little bit. So Skillshare is there to teach you some new skills with some online classes and uh, just a community that really understands. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. You can explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and just get lost in creativity. There's multiple class topics that I am super passionate about on the site that I'm just constantly diving into, like productivity, freelance and entrepreneurship, uh, film and video. There's some others like, you know, graphic design. Of course, I love illustration, photography. There's a lot. There's more than a few topics that I like on there. A lot of you guys have specifically asked me how I've gotten so good with Procreate, the app for the iPad, which I use to draw and sketch and write all my hand lettering stuff. And I've learned a lot of those skills from Skillshare. There's a class on there right now about floral pattern that I'm about to take, which I'm very excited about. So yeah, they have a bunch of classes in just various realms, Procreate being a big one as well. Um, and just illustration. So I really love Skillshare. You guys know I've talked about it a lot, so I definitely love it. Um, it's just easy to break up your routine of, you know, a day spent indoors, things just getting super monotonous with a Skillshare class. So definitely check it out. As always, I do have a special deal for you all. You can explore your creativity and get two months free premium membership at Skillshare.com slash thick and thin. So two months of free premium membership at Skillshare.com slash thick, the letter N, thin. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Definitely check it out while you have the chance and let me know how it goes. It was one of those things where I... I decided it for myself and I was just so over the moon, like exploding with happiness that I made a decision for myself that I didn't need to tell anybody about that I just wanted to do so wholeheartedly. And so the road trip definitely gave me the courage to make this 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 decision. Sorry, I like can't say the word decision after the word this. It just like doesn't come out of my mouth. So yeah, when I got back from the road trip and had a couple of weeks or a few weeks in New York, um, I really like things were really set into motion and in like I guess a month in like probably five weeks span now I landed myself here in LA so it kind of happened fast but I'm not like entirely you know settled in together yet so it's definitely going to take some time to set in but yeah that's kind of the process um okay I'm gonna look for some more questions because I have kind of dwelled on that one let's see I'm like struggling to like find things in my photos. Okay. (laughs) Um, How do you feel about the superficiality of LA and its effect on people's confidence? So I've definitely heard the, the stereotypical stuff about LA and about how people out here are toxic and the just the energy is super superficial and people are all trying to be famous and TikTok stars and Instagram like models and stuff and I just feel like coming from New York a lot of people were like that in New York too and you just got to find the right spot I think and the right part of any place you're in and the right circle it's like when people say you know oh I went to this like super toxic college and I'm sitting there like thinking about you know like there's certain stereotypically like toxic colleges in the U.S. and like people say they are you know and like super like very superficial colleges you go to to find a husband and whatever and like you know there's all that talk 
But you'll find people at all of these schools that don't feel that way at all and love the school and have found this like super meaningful circle of friends and, you know, things like that. People just like, there's all this like talk surrounding a lot of things, LA being a huge one. And I feel as though like the people that I know out here that I plan to be really close with moving forward are not like that at all. And I think, you know, you are who you spend time with and things like that. And I I just, I don't see it being something that really, you know, rules my life or makes really any impact on my life because I don't plan on changing myself at all. If anything, maybe for the better, like just like slow ways of growing, but I don't plan on becoming, you know, physically anything other than what I am emotionally like I just really see myself continuing to stay true to myself out here no matter what I'm surrounded by you know when I am at work events or things and like I don't know I plan on just like being the same Katie that you guys know with you know a new and improved uh life situation surrounding her where she feels really you know okay being herself and has some space to learn and grow and try new things and I don't see anything wrong with that I know LA tends to get a bad rap but honestly honestly speaking I was one of the people that uh, really had these just preconceived notions about the area I really thought a certain thing about LA even just like when I visualized it in my head because I'd been out here for so many work events and things and like Hollywood Beverly Hills, um, downtown LA, like just like that sort of area and not near the coast at all, not in the Santa Monica, Venice area, which I love so very much. And it's just like super coastal and beachy and relaxed. And it feels a lot like some European cities. Like I see some comparisons with when I studied abroad and like, I don't know, just the vibe is different in those sort of places versus Hollywood or I don't know but like the thing is though when you think about New York like you guys have to remember the place I came from like I came from New York where like I said everyone is very go 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 very driven um you know and it's it's very restaurant heavy nightlife heavy uh things like that and just a lot of social stuff but also like grinding and work and you know people can be toxic there as well and if you also consider just like Times Square being all there is to New York like I would never want to live there, like personally speaking, just with all the like, you know, it's very touristy. There's a lot going on and whatnot. I much prefer a West Village, like a quieter, more uh, wholesome area with good food, but just like it's more, it's more relaxed where I used to live. And I feel like out here in LA where I am, it's a, it's a, a good area for me personally. And, you know, I just think that people always have judgments of areas, especially if they've never been there or just know a few people from there. And I don't know. I just I've decided to look past the stereotypes and just experience it for what it is for me. And if I end up hating it, guys, I'll admit it. Okay, I'll be like, guys, it just wasn't for me. And even still, that doesn't mean that it's like a toxic place overall. It just wasn't compatible with me. I don't know. That's just kind of how I see it. So to answer that question. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah. People are asking about my rent out here in comparison to New York. So I'm saving, I'm splitting rent three ways with my roommates, but I, I'm paying a little bit more because I have the larger room. The reason why I got the larger room, um, is because, well, of course, when COVID isn't happening and people are in the office, Hannah and Julia will be in offices and will be working there. And I need my own workspace here because I work from home 24 seven. So I needed like a substantial amount of space for my 
desk and my desktop and like just my filming setup and stuff. So it just made more sense for me to have the larger room and I was able to pay a bit more. So I am paying a little more and then they're getting the two parking spots in the garage and I am not getting a car until they go back to work. We've just been sharing cars and then when they go back to work and uh, like in the office and will need their cars all day, I'll get a car and then park on the street or something, uh, which I'm honestly kind of excited about getting a car again. I like can't wait to be mobile. I mean, I know New York or sorry, LA traffic is like a thing. Um, but like, I honestly, is it an unpopular opinion that I don't like totally hate traffic? Like I don't mind sitting in the car for a little while if I'm like not late. Like if I just like have some time and I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of a luxury being able to go somewhere and not be limited in terms of like what you can bring home because you can only carry in two hands. Like like Trader Joe's, for example. Julia and I went the other day to Trader Joe's and like I in New York was like I couldn't say yes, like internally, say yes to certain things in the store because I knew I'd only have two hands to carry everything home. And now we have a car, so we don't feel limited like that. We can just like bring the cart out, put it right up to the trunk, throw everything in it's like kind of lazy but like kind of amazing at the same time coming from New York anyway so yeah um I didn't even really answer a question there but (laughs) uh, do you think LA will bring you more or different work opportunities than New York in terms of freelancing I got a lot of freelancing based questions and so I want to answer them all in one fell swoop with this one uh basically so all of my clients or the clients that I work with on like a pretty routine basis um they're all like all the work that I was doing for them I'm able to do anywhere which is nice it's a pro of freelancing obviously uh so even as I'm out here the only thing that's really changed is of course my time zone I'm on pacific time now so you know when I'm working with my New York City clients I have to keep in mind that you know there's a three hour time difference between us so that's really the only thing that's changed my work has really stayed the same um you know I told all my clients that I was moving out here and they were all completely fine with it as long as of course I get my work done so I do video editing for some clients I do just some brand strategy stuff and uh graphic design things and you know if anything I've really think that I'll have more opportunities out here um, especially with my manager being out here uh, for various speaking engagements and just other things that now being you know on this coast I will have maybe some more opportunities I don't really know Uh, for the most part business is all the same especially with the podcast I can do this anywhere I can make videos anywhere Um, just really everything has stayed the same honestly but I'm just like in a new place with more space and I'm happier. So (laughs) honestly, business is great. Um, I really hope to expand things out here even further and open like a pretty uh, legit like print shop and things. I don't know. There's a lot of dreams I have. I want to launch my uh, journaling workshop, a lot of things in the works. And I just think being out here and being more inspired by my space, I'm going to just have so much to offer you guys. So the last question I'm going to answer um, is, do you think it may be hard to shake the New York City part of your identity slash online presence? Um, So I had never, this had never really crossed my mind when I was gearing up to move and thinking about the move. I never really thought that it would be something where people would get so offended or just like so shocked. Um, because I guess, you know, I, New York was really a part of me, but I don't know, cause I've been on the internet for so long and for the first six years of my YouTube career, or I guess probably like four or five years, I was in my parents' house in Maryland, like filming in my 
like bedroom in Maryland because I had to be there because I was born there. And, you know, then I moved to North Carolina for college. And, you know, I've really only been in New York for like two and a half years of my YouTube career and my internet career. So I find it so interesting that people are really like, Katie is New York City. Like, I've been so many other places and no one ever said like, oh, Katie is North Carolina. She is Maryland. So it's very interesting to hear that. Um, I I feel like I'm super like chameleon-like in the sense that I really do adapt to my surroundings well. Not to say that I'm going to like change into a whole different person out here, but I do think that, you know, it's not going to be like strange that I'm here after, you know, things get a bit more normal um and I'm like doing things and not just like sitting in my apartment uh but like yeah I I just honestly don't see it being a huge deal I hope you guys can look past the fact that you know maybe I was super New York in a lot of a lot of ways and now I'm not I mean I didn't grow up in New York so it was really just me still getting the hang of things two and a half years in like I was still finally getting used to the subway towards the end so I don't know I I personally don't see it as being a huge deal I think that people will get used to me being out here over time. And if anything, I think people might sense that I'm happier here. And I hope that's the case. So yeah, to answer that question, I'm not too worried. Maybe it'll be hard to shake it for some people. Like some people will never be able to forget that I lived in New York at one time, but like, I think it'll be okay. I'm definitely gonna have to rebrand a lot of my uh, creative, a lot of my headers and banners and my you know, New York City was plastered everywhere. I will admit I really did a lot of content surrounding the city because it was just so content, like it was just perfect for content. Um, out here will be too, just a whole different style of content. So yeah, I'm going to have to do a lot of uh, graphic designing uh, on the back end and fixing the uh, podcast logo and everything because it does all say New York. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm one of those people that is, I'm going to try to be kind of nomadic and just like while I can just get out there uh, when I can when things uh, are a little bit easier in the travel department um, I do want to get out there and explore and expand my horizons as much as possible before I'm tied down at, with, with a family someday not to say that I will be tied down because I will hopefully be one of those cool moms that like you know takes her kids on trips and stuff but like who knows <laughs> so yeah live while I'm young right so Yeah. Okay. That is it for this little podcast episode. Kind of like we're chatting, just you and me, two friends, uh, just me explaining my move and answering some questions. Hope it was good for you guys. I'm sure there'll be some follow-up questions. So if you have any uh, regarding the move or just like LA in general, definitely DM me. Um, But yeah, next week I'll be talking about something brand new. So get ready for that and have a great rest of your week, guys. Bye. Mm -hmm.